Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome to Second Half Now. Do you have questions about insurance? We've got some help for you today. Is the world of insurance a bit of a mystery to you? I'll tell you, it sure has been for me, and we'll find out about that in detail as we kind of get through this program, because my, my head kind of goes foggy when I think or listen about um, insurance. So um, what should insurance be doing for you, and what could it do for you if you knew how to use it? What should you be covering with insurance, and how much should you be paying? We're going to explore these questions and many more with our guest today in studio, Bob Lum, longtime insurance professional and a highly regarded, and I'll tell you why, but a highly regarded colleague and friend in the community. Bob, welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you, Dan. Really good to have you here, and I'm going to welcome back our uh, co-host here, too, in a minute, and we'll uh, come back to Bob. Uh, This is Second Half Now. It's a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And as you know, we focus on that 50-plus age and stage. We've got lots of things going on in life, and we have a whole different perspective about our life now than we did 10, 15, 20 years ago. What we try to do is uh, help the boomers, all of us, to live a life with purpose and meaning, a life of freedom and fulfillment, and a life that makes a difference. What we do is provide information and connections to help that become possible. So our guests, every time, are carefully selected, uh, and we want them to have uh, knowledge and integrity, and that's why I'm so glad to have Bob in our studio today. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and uh, she's been absent uh, at this table uh, the last couple of weeks for some very uh, exciting reasons, and I think I... um, hinted last time that you were out of the area, out of the country, because I knew by the time it aired, you'd be safely home. Right. So, uh, Denise, tell us just a little snapshot where you went and uh, maybe what it meant to you. Oh, my. It is good to be back. Uh, It does feel a little strange to be back after having such a wonderful um, experience in Israel. Um, folks told me, oh, it will be life-changing for you to make that trip, and I knew it would be, mm. but I tell you, it, it is a, talk about a change in perspective. Oh, for sure. Having the opportunity yeah. to connect the landscape of the Galilee area mm-hmm. and Jerusalem with yeah. um, Old Testament scripture and with the words and events of Jesus's life was absolutely incredible, and I just strongly urge anyone who is looking for that opportunity to to go for it, because yeah. it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It is a life changer. I have never, after going there, I've never 
opened my Bible and read any of those sections with the same sort of uh, visual perspective mm-hmm. that, uh, that I had right. afterwards. It was just uh, absolutely amazing. So right. welcome back. Glad Thank you had you. a safe Good trip. And uh, maybe we can debrief a little bit and, and hear about that. Uh, today, we really want to uh, get into the subject about insurance. And we have one of the area's um, uh, class acts, one of the uh, professionals in the area, and uh, Bob Lum. And I want to uh, introduce him and ask you, Bob, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do in the arena of insurance and financial services. Well, we're, uh, I guess I am a sixth generation Oregonian, born and raised Portlander, and uh, went to school at Willamette in Salem. So uh, I guess I'm about as Oregon as they come. You about are, yes. (laughs) It's pretty bad. I do have a wife and uh, had her for the same amount of years that I've been in the business, 38 Mm. Uh, and two daughters, whose one is her birthday today. Happy birthday, Tiffany. And uh, they're both uh, here in Portland now, um, back from graduate school and so forth. So I guess that's, uh, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, in the area of insurance and financial services, uh, we deal in a pretty broad spectrum. Um, the industry is split into two functional sections. You have property, casualty, and commercial coverages, which you would know as home, auto, umbrella, an office building, a hotel, those things. Um, and you have you know fire-type insurance and liability and risk-type insurance. The other side of the industry is what we call the life and financial side. And this is where you're going to come across those tools like life insurance, disability income insurance, annuities, long-term care. And the securities kind of peripherally fall off from there. Um, so we work in all those areas. Um, and uh, have done so for the last 38 years. Wow. I want our listeners to know um, how we met and what that means and why, why you're here. So uh, I know, Bob, you've been a member of the Christian Chamber of Commerce for a number of years and um, have uh, gone to the meetings, and you know um, the people, the business owners, and the, uh, the people that run the organization and run the businesses, the biblical principles, and so forth. And I started attending... A little while ago, and uh, I met Bob at one of the meetings, and I um, got his uh, business card, heard a little bit about him, I was introduced to him, and then uh, something happened in my personal situation where I needed to uh, switch insurance companies. So I uh, asked around a little bit about um, uh, insurance providers, insurance uh, agents, and uh, the folks at the Christian Chamber kept saying Bob's name. So, uh, in fact, it wasn't just uh, saying his name. They said, oh, he's the guy to call for sure. Some of the people that I talked to said I uh, have all of my insurance, uh, personal, business, home, all that, uh, with Bob Lum. So I knew when I was picking up the phone to call you, Bob, I knew that I was going to be in good hands. I had some questions and see if what you had for me was going to fit my situation. And uh, by golly, that you answered my questions, and now I'm uh, one of your clients. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) No pressure, right? No, <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. paying close attention over here yeah. because personal testimonies mean a lot to me. So Absolutely. yeah. Well, and that's uh, the the kind of people that we want to have on our show and uh, give us the information that we need to manage our life, manage our finances and our personal situations, home and business and all of that. So uh, now I know uh, Bob that there's a, a difference, uh, and we were talking a little bit before the show about uh, an agent. Uh, and the classic uh, categories have been captive or independent. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you can give us a brief uh, description of, of those two. 
Because, and the reason I ask that question is, if a person is uh, wanting to explore the possibilities of a of an insurance uh, agent, you know, maybe they're going to change, or maybe they need a new policy or something. When they're looking for um, for an agent, what difference does it make whether they're captive or independent? Um, not trying to create a political answer, but I don't believe one is good and one is bad. Uh, we tend to have this thought process of saying, you know, this is good and this is bad, you know, maybe to support a decision I made. A captive agent is going to be with a direct type writer. I don't know if we should mention names or not, carriers, but... Uh, yeah, that would be an example. Uh, it is an example. You're not saying uh, anything good or bad about no, it. No, uh, uh, Farmers, uh, Allstate, uh, State Farm, uh, New York Life, Northwestern Mutual, these kind of carriers are captive agencies. So an agent is obligated to work with that carrier and its products only, mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing. Right. There are some good products there. A broker or an independent agent has the capacity to work with any carrier that will work with uh, brokerage people. One of the advantages to captive agents is sometimes they will have product available that an independent, independent agent does not have access right. to. So it really gets down to a function of needs-based issues where we should be analyzing what a person's needs and issues are and looking for solutions to that. So um, perceptively, maybe one's a little more limited. One has a little broader playing field to select from. Um, but both people can be great people. Okay. And currently, um, what is your status? How do you serve people? Are you captive <clears throat> or independent? Well, the first 30-some uh, years of my career, uh, I was uh, in the captive side. Uh, and currently, uh, I would be what you would refer to as an independent agent. Uh, we have what's called an independent marketing organization. So we have specific carriers for specific risks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to bring probably more to the table. Uh, some companies will not issue certain kinds of life policies, there's three fundamental types. We're going to be able to bring all three to the table. Uh, so we have probably have more offerings for people at this point. Okay. I'm listening to what you're saying about some situations, one might be better than the other. How does a person decide whether they should work with a, a captive agent or an independent agent? Well... I think the relationship with the agent, finding someone you can trust and believe in, may supersede a product. Okay, At the end of the day, I think relationships are the most important thing. Um, you just have to define what your needs are, uh, what your cash flow is to be able to buy product to offset those needs. Uh, and frankly, if a person... Uh, is concerned about it, I would probably talk to two different people. Uh, there's no rule that says I can't talk to two or three different insurance people before I decide who I'm going to work with. Um, so I don't know if there is a way per se like I need homeowner's insurance mm -hmm. or I need life insurance or I need an annuity. Um, I don't think there's a black and white answer as to, well, then this guy is better for that and that fellow is better for that. Um, so I, I would say define your needs, and if you 
feel deposed one if you think brokerage is better than captives uh you know talk to those people or maybe interview one of each and get a feel for the difference mm-hmm. in how they function right and you're talking about the um the relationship the person that uh, you know has your best interest at heart regardless of who he's representing company wise and that's that should be a, a key factor in considering your your agent is that what you're saying yes and, and to this area um Sometimes I'm a bit of a rebel. Um, as we were mentioning earlier, when I spoke to the Clackamas Community College Business Department a few years ago, they said, what do I look for an agent? Mm-hmm. And I said, you look for somebody with the ability to say no. Uh, if I go to Dan and Dan does not have what I need or should have, I want to have Dan to have the integrity and carrier to send me to the right place. Right. If right. he is industry knowledgeable, he'll know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, so there's no rule that says I can only work with one person or one company. Um, so I, I think the burden really falls on, on the agents because they need to be objective enough to give people the answers that are of value to them and not the answers that are driven by their companies telling mm-hmm. them what they have to do. Right. Boy, and I know as a uh, purchaser, when somebody gives me advice that leads me away from them, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does create that trust. It does, yeah. It's like when you go to Les Schwab and they say, oh, you're fine, you don't need uh, tires yet. Mm-hmm. That right. says, okay, I like this guy. <laughs> I like exactly this company right. because they're not saying, well, you really ought to get a full set right now right. of our top-line radials. Uh, no, if they'll say you got uh, you got five or ten thousand miles left, so it does speak to integrity. So we're talking about insurance with mm-hmm. Bob Lum here, and I would like to ask this question, Bob, because um, again, as I've confessed to you, when we talk insurance, when I talk insurance over the years with any anybody, whether it's an agent or a friend, my mind goes foggy and I just don't get it. And every time it comes around to have a look at it again, I say, how much? Do I, how much coverage do I have and how much might, because I just don't even want to think about it. So, uh, but it occurs to me that it would be helpful for our listeners to ask and have you answer this question. What is the basic concept or the basic definition of insurance? Well, insurance by definition uh, is a binding contract between a provider, someone who will indemnify someone against a loss. For Wait a minute. And I used a big word. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, functionally, uh, insurance is saying, if you pay me money, I will cover your problem. There you go. Okay. That I can understand. <laughs> so, Thank you. Uh, sorry about that. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting because um, I know that uh, in our Bible study one time, Al Lake, we were talking about the difference between a covenant and a contract. Yeah. Well, insurance is contract-driven. Um, and, you know, functionally... I'm going to give up a premium, and someone is going to have the ability to, you know, cover my need, mm-hmm. whatever it would be. And by the way, all insurance contracts in Oregon are unilateral. In other words, the company is bound, but the insured is not. So if I pay my premium, the company is bound to cover my need. Okay. Uh, but I am not bound to pay that premium. You'll see a lot of people think they have to pay premiums to a renewal date or those types of things. Mm-hmm. Au contraire. Uh, you can literally stop paying a premium anytime. Insurance pre- policies are not 
mandatory time type premiums. Okay. So the insurance company can't send you a notice that uh, say you owe us, but they do have the back out, right? If they say, well, the the uh, premiums have not been paid, so we're going to have to suspend or cancel your policy. Correct. They can do that, can't they? Oh, exactly. If sure. you don't, if you don't pay your bill, right? You know, they can cut off your gas. Right. <laughs> exactly. It works that way. Right. Uh, and it's interesting because you get into an area there sometimes where. A person doesn't pay a premium, but they're in this mythical thing called the grace period. Yeah. And so they think I can come back and pay it. The problem is when you're in a grace period and you don't have paid premium to cover it, a company is in position by contract potentially to deny a claim. Mm. So oh, okay, if you don't sure. pay your bill when your bill's due, right. okay, right. then there's no free lunches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what I like about uh, the whole way that you handle your business, Bob, and again, I'm new to you as a, mm-hmm. as a client, uh, but what everybody that knows you that I've talked to that said about you, that you have a, a particular way of uh, sort of um, assessing a situation when a client, either a new one or an existing one, uh, contacts you. So the question that comes to my mind is uh, when a, a baby boomer, now we're kind of a unique class by ourselves. If mm-hmm. you're insuring a 20-year-old, that's totally different uh, if the, rather than a person that's 50 or 60 or 70. So if a person uh, that is a boomer, a 50-plus person approaches you and calls you and says um, uh, they want to know what kinds of insurance they should have, I know that your pattern is more to find out, to ask them some questions so that you can kind of tailor the answer to their particular situation. So what kinds of questions would you ask them? If they, any of our listeners right now are thinking, well, do I have the right kinds of insurance? Do I have the right amounts of insurance? And they, they call you and um, then you say, what? What are your questions? And we're going to get back to those uh, answers about that, those questions right after the break. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503 807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, 
the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503 503- 723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Before the break, I asked Bob Lum, our insurance professional in the uh, studio today, when a baby boomer asks you what kinds of insurance they should have as they're looking over their portfolio or their situation, Bob, what kinds of questions do you ask them? Well, it's a function of, of a person's individual situation, and that's one of the issues, uh, I think, with insurance and financial planning is that everybody's situation is different, even though they maybe appear to be similar. You know, over time, when you're young, you're accumulating assets, you're growing in your income. In that mid-range, you're starting to acquire some assets. But when you start to get on that third leg of the journey, the income off those assets and, you know, protecting those assets become very important. So in the baby boomer age group, if you will, which I can relate to well, uh, now liability protection of my assets, not losing what I have, is a pretty critical issue. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, So, you know, when it comes to things like auto, home, and so forth, uh, you know, in Oregon, thou shalt have car insurance. It's like mm. one of those thou shalt statements in the Bible. <laughs> um, you know, if you want to drive. Uh, homes, if you have liens, you're going to have to have coverage there. But, you know, we look at the liability, not just the loss side, but people need to understand that I save 15% of my car insurance, but I also have liability coverage if I have any kind of an accident my assets are going to go out to pay somebody's lawsuit. So I think it's very critical on the PNC side that the liability is well addressed uh, as to how that affects a different person. On the life and financial side, uh, you have this issue of as good or bad as certain kinds of insurance may be in folks' minds, do I want insurance that's going to last as long as I do? Uh, And how much do I really need um, and again, uh, just taking a look at assets, liabilities, goals, and, and cash flow. I think one of the worst things, in my opinion, I, I always encourage against, is the worst thing I think you can do is buy insurance that's more expensive than your budget can bear. Mm-hmm. I think right. that's true when you're buying a car or a refrigerator or anything else. Right. So we need to define what is palatable cash flow-wise and do our best to protect the liabilities and assets and people that are dependent on our income. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for that. You know, one of the things that I'm hoping you can enlighten us a little bit about today is disability coverage. Mm-hmm. Because when you're talking about protecting assets, our health is that thing that we can protect it as much as we want, but there's things that happen. So when boomers come to you, what is your sense of the importance of them having disability insurance? Well, disability income insurance um, for 
for decades was all covered under group insurance. You know, everybody you know, worked for big companies, they had group insurance. Uh, in the disability world, there's something called UROC um, and residual earnings. And what happened is um, the industry was abused a bit by a certain group that would get uh, policies, uh, but they could change their, I can be a surgeon today and lose my ability to be a surgeon, but I can be a radiologist, so I can still make a bunch of money as a radiologist, but if I have a UROC DI plan, uh, I'm getting a lot of revenue. <laughs> um, I think basically uh, the issue is, is most disability income plans go, go as farthest as 65. Uh, and I think with disability income, when you have these different three-year, five-year, two-age 65 payouts, you need to take a look at a disability policy and say, all right, if I have five years of disability income, if I'm really disabled, my lifestyle is going to change, my situation is going to change, and you can adapt that way. Obviously, the longer that period of benefit, the higher the premiums are going to be. So it trickles mm -hmm. right back into that you know, income versus benefit problem. What occurs to me is that there's so much to think about and to know about insurance that uh, I would never even be able to go online and try to figure it out myself. I need to call a good agent. So uh, I don't want to prop you up too much here, Bob, but uh, I just uh, I know uh, the kind of uh, person you are and the kind of integrity that you uh, approach your business with, and I really uh, respect that and appreciate it. So uh, what we want to do on the, uh, I, I'm sorry to say that uh, the time for this on-air portion is about up, but we've got so much more to cover. We're going to talk about uh, the two major purposes of insurance, risk management and mm -hmm. income provision. I think what you were saying earlier, Bob, is a lot of people think that insurance is just primarily to protect from loss. But how can we put insurance uh, things in place so we can derive some sort of a, an income over time? We'll get that on the other side okay. uh, on the uh, on part two, which will be available on the website. So, um, gosh, uh, these times always go way too quickly. But I want to tell our listeners about a couple things that are coming up. And that is in uh, some very good shows. Next week, we have in studio a gentleman by the name of John Boylston. Uh, he's an attorney with uh, Myatt and Bell here in the area, and uh, he's an estate planning attorney and will talk to us about wills and living trusts and all kinds of things that have to do with uh, protecting your family and achieving your goals. I'm really looking forward to having that uh, conversation uh, help us manage our future in the areas that are important to us. And we also have lined up a gentleman by the name of Don Parrott. And I went to a presentation of his called Why We Baby Boomers Think the Way We Do. And I could hardly wait to hear what he had to say. But his basic uh, uh, conversation with us uh, when he comes is going to be, what does it mean to make a difference at this stage in our lives? And by this time, you know, we have discretionary time and money and things are kind of looking different than they have been. And we have a desire to, uh, to live a life of significance and purpose and meaning. So he's, he'll also introduce a tool to help you find out where you can get plugged in and what kind of involvement will be the most rewarding for you and helpful for others. He wrote a book called um, I Want to Make a Difference Now. So just remember that uh, both part one and part two are available on the website, Second Half Now. So I want to invite uh, you all to uh, tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., KKPZ 1330, and then go to uh, part two, two uh, to hear the rest 
available 24-7, of course, uh, on the website, secondhalfnow.com. And when you get to that website, there's going to be uh, some changes and updates. We've been anxiously looking forward. Those things are uh, about to come. And then uh, be sure to fill out a contact form and uh, answer any, uh, ask any questions or ask to how to get a hold of Bob Lum or any of those things. So, um, gosh, so much to cover. want to make sure you get over to that uh, part two on the website. So thank you for listening today. This is Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, the 50-plus crowd. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Let's continue our conversation with Bob Lum on part two of our website. Uh, go to the secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Christian and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.